Hello, everybody. We are back at it. It is the Thread Last Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Dorsey. And with me, as always, is my buddy, my friend, and my pal, Kevin O'Connor. Kevin, how are you doing this week? Doing well. Another year older. Uh, that's that's great to hear. You did. You made it another year. Another revolution around the sun. Congratulations on that. Thank you, everybody, for joining us this week. We really appreciate you downloading this episode of the podcast. If you enjoy it, please make sure you rate, review, and subscribe on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or on Apple Podcasts. Also hit us up on our Instagram, at ThreadLads, and on our Twitter, at LadsThread. Mentioning Twitter, I have to bring up something with you, Kevin, about Twitter. Um, later, but we can get to that in a little bit. But yes, thank you all for joining us. We are really back at it. We're getting back at it, getting back into, you know, a normal set. It's weird how that just kind of works, how fall just kind of puts things into place a little bit more. I feel already less scattered. We're only, I guess, technically one day into fall. But, you know, September, when September rolls around. And stuff like that. I feel it was a, a little bit more just settled, I guess. It was a crisp 50 degrees this morning here in, down south in, in Georgia. Coming oh, for man. a run this morning, and it was cold. But, you know, I didn't put on, like, a long sleeve because I wanted to appreciate the cold. Plus, I was going for a run. So I was yeah, you're going for a run, so you will warm up. It was so nice. I wore a sweater to work today. And, uh, I mean, I wear a sweater to work every day because it's negative a billion in my office. But when yeah, I was leaving today, I didn't didn't look like a weirdo wearing a sweater because it's fall weather nice no i mean it wasn't quite i mean it was pretty cool it's supposed to get down to maybe the 50s tonight or something like that i don't know if it's going to quite hit that full fallness until next week or something but it's here um and i guess you know mentally i'm ready for it i'm not mentally ready for it getting as dark as it gets you know as we move into fall here it's just it's startling to me it's already pitch dark here we're recording this it's like 7 30 at night it's already is pitch it really dark. yeah it's pitch dark there yeah well like pretty much pitch dark pretty much pitch dark i mean we're the, we're the most weast you can be pretty much before being in uh uh what's the central time or whatever so it stays lighter a little bit later here yeah you're only like an hour away from central time being down yeah. there in atlanta so it's probably it's probably a little brighter there by you but i'm not really a fan of it uh not fan of it at all i want my my days back and like it feels so early already and we haven't even we haven't even actually fallen back in time yet uh we haven't done the daylight savings time yet not me i'm ready i'm bring on that fall bring on the sweatpants bring on comfy weather bring home bring back 5 p.m. darkness so I can be comfortable and lazy without feeling guilty about yeah, it. But you, Bring you, you it on. You say that now. You're oh, ready for it now. But then it's when, so it's, hot. when it's freaking February and it's dark early, when you're when you're getting off of work and it's completely dark out, it's not going to be the same. And then that seasonal depression is going to hit. Oh, it hits hard. <laughs> it's real hard. <laughs> it's I love it. This is my favorite stretch of the year. Like October comes. October, you basically forget October because October October's the ramp up. So no one even pays attention to October, basically. And then you hit Halloween. What? Then you got November. What do you November. mean uh, October's the ramp up? The ra- what do you mean? 
to, like, to the holiday season because oh. no one really remembers October. Like October's is a it's a flyby state or it's a flyby month. You know what I mean? So everyone's October's there to you get think you through. October's a flyby month. I mean, I consider it a flyby month. Yeah. I I doubt. I don't think that that's true at all. I mean, you got your your hay rides. You've got just all sorts of haunted things that that's takes true. O- that's that true. takes over all of October. That's not just reserved for halloween that shit happens literally all october and we were talking about it on this pod a few weeks ago i mean there's already halloween candy in the stores or there was weeks ago now it's a more of an appropriate time now i get that's true it's the also pumpkin p- stuff I, I i have not gotten a pumpkin spice latte i'm gonna wait till it gets a little cooler to get pumpkin spice latte but um uh, that's true october is great football month because the the teams have now gotten into the swing of things they're kind of back yeah into a, their schedules. there's a nip in the air it's a nip know, in the air football the, the, weather that changes how football feels when there's a nip in the air i know uh the viewers don't like listening to so i'll keep this brief but you mean the I listeners am... don't like listening i don't what think I anybody's viewing us you said when the viewers we should release a video of this podcast anyway nobody wants to see you in your t-shirt i i I'm so happy football and real football is back. Like I, I think I was trying to talk myself out of it last year. Not talking myself out of it, but it was so weird last year with the no fans. I don't and, think and there's just an electricity this year. It, it feels amazing. Well, I think it was a combined just everything. Combined. Like there being no fans, that atmosphere is gone. Which part of the joy of sports is having the fans there, the the cheering, the the booze, all of that stuff with it but it, i mean it was also just kind of a depressed i mean we were think about started. like where we were at this point last year everybody was saying how it was going to get worse during the fall and winter the covid stuff there was no vaccination of any kind or vaccine of any kind uh even like that wasn't even on the horizon we were so lost at this point uh, i think it is worse around. I think it's like worse now than well, it was it's last worse year. now, but I mean mentally. I yeah, think mentally. like now we've all just it was hard for now. me to get into sports at all last year just because of everything else going on. There there was an election last year, like That's we true. That like was there, there was just like a lot of stressful shit. It was really especially stressful. during the fall. So football wasn't quite that respite. And now we're in a different place. I'm not saying we're in a great place. No, we're just right. at a different place mentally, different place. I think, than we were last year. That allows me to get into football and sports in general. And just, like, you know, life in general. I'm able to enjoy more things out of life than I was, I think, at this point last year. I agree. That Well said. And you know what's funny is the Ravens have actually not played at on 1 o'clock yet since football has started. No. So I'm really excited for this, this Sunday because it'll feel like my first – like football Sunday. Yeah, I mean. yeah. So no, I totally that. get that. I mean, I, I did get to go to this game most recently. It was the first game uh, since 2019 with fans, and it was electric. Ravens won last minute. It was great. It was, it was awesome. so loud. I could hear. I, I think I, t- I said that in our group chat one time because I was like, it must be insanely loud there because through the TV, it was insane. Like, you could tell oh, how yeah. loud it was people, just from the TV. People were getting after. You could tell people were just itching to get back out there to cheer on the team, to boo, all of that stuff, just to have all of that back. It was it was really cool. And I know a lot of the Ravens players tweeted about how loud it was. So oh, heck yeah, cool. heck yeah. Awesome. But, great, I mean, hey, great football city. 
uh, which is Baltimore. <laughs> it is. Football and crab cakes. That's what Maryland does. Ironically, I have, well, I don't know if it's ironically, maybe coincidentally, I am making crab cakes for dinner tonight. Yeah, it might be a coincidence. I don't even know if that's a coincidence, to be honest. But I think it is a coincidence. It, it, it that sounds I, fantastic. I said, well, I don't know what it is. I found out that Jimmy, I did not know Jimmy's Seafood ships internationally, and Uh-oh. I've been itching for some cakes. So There's several different places that ship internationally out of Maryland, obviously, because they? they all have the best one. Yeah. Um, I, I, I actually got shipped some Costas in crab cakes and those came frozen, but they heat up perfectly. It tastes delicious. Awesome. Yeah. I think, well, yeah, you have to ship on like dry ice or something. I'm sure. Oh yeah. They gotta be shipped on dry ice. These I made, um, we had crabs over the weekend. It was like the last final, I, I got probably my final summer weekend in this past weekend. I went down to the Eastern shore, did a little boating, had Heck some yeah. crabs at night, you know, so that was a solid time, but I had some leftover crabs, so making crab cakes out of it. But also your this weekend, not just about my little uh, last summer weekend getaway, but how was your weekend with your birthday being this way? Did you do anything? Did anything pop up? I know you didn't have a lot on the docket when we were talking about it last week, but I know the Ravens win must have helped. <laughs> So real quick before we get into that, I will say I think this is the first year I didn't have crabs since I was probably like since I have eaten started eating. Crabs. Oh man, because I didn't make it back to Maryland this year. But uh, but yeah, birthday was good. I did exactly what what I wanted to do, which was pretty much nothing. I didn't really want to do very much. Um, went to uh my grandparents' house. We had dinner over there, which was really nice. Spent time with the uh with the intern. Got a bunch of stuff done that I wanted to get done. And then I pretty much just prepared for the Ravens game, which was the best (laughs) birthday gift I could. And not only was it the best birthday gift anyway, it was funny because the intern actually set, for those listeners that don't know, the Ravens won. They were playing probably arguably the best top two team, top three teams in the NFL uh, who we've never beat in the past few years. So it was a giant game. Uh, We barely won but we did win the ravens did win the intern said i actually went to bed smiling after the game (laughs) i couldn't i couldn't even fall asleep until like way after the game and it would have sucked if the ravens lost because the next day down here in georgia it was pouring rain just gray gloomy it was like the most miserable day so if the ravens had lost on top of that that would have sucked (laughs) that would have been a depressing aspect oh but yeah it would have been terrible no but it was cool i i probably should have taken the day off work that day because um i don't know when the next time i'm gonna have like a three-day weekend type birthday situation it's probably yeah i mean it's probably not that hard math to do it's probably like four years from now or something but i think five with no throw the leap year in the leap year Whatever. I don't know. You should have yeah. taken your birthday off. I, I always tell people to take their birthdays off. Well, anyway, it was fine. It was a nice, easy day. Everyone was asking me about the Ravens. Everyone was like, oh, my gosh. Like, Because a bunch of people went to bed at like half or yeah. like when they were down because the game started off. I, it started off, and I literally wrapped myself in a blanket and just like kind of like drifted over on the couch. Yeah, yeah. It didn't start off great for the Ravens. I know, I mean, being in the stadium, it was very quiet. It wasn't wasn't ideal, but we made the comeback, and it was awesome. I, I'm sure you fell asleep with a smile on your face. I'm glad that you got to you got to cruise into your birthday that way. Such an awesome birthday present! Appreciate all the well wishes from everyone. It was great. 
got some gifts, which was cool. You know, had a had a very nice and relaxing birthday, exactly how I wanted it. It was nice. nice. Ravens win really was the the creme. I did say the creme. Is it creme? Creme. The cream on top. I don't know the cherry. Oh, cherry on top. The cherry. Yeah, <laughs> cherry on top. I don't know. I was like, I think you're getting uh, cream of the crop, like confused with the saying that you were looking for. Um, I did not fall asleep with a smile on my face. I mean, obviously, great game, awesome, or whatever. But uh, leaving the game, I went with my dad, and we were leaving the parking garage. And we ended up getting stuck in the parking garage for, I don't know, at least 30 minutes after the game because the gates broke and oh. the cars couldn't get out, and nobody knew what was happening. This whole line of people in the garage starts building up. Then people start going to the front to see what's going on. And that's that the sucks. whole thing. I think they had to like manually do something. I don't know where there was no attendant there. I know there had to have been attendant somewhere, but they were definitely not paying attention. But my biggest problem with that whole freaking thing is there's literally three exits out of this garage. And two of them were closed because I <laughs> like just gated up. I think they gate up the garages like at midnight to like, prevent homeless people or something Maybe. from sleeping in there or something. But if there is a fucking Sunday night football game yeah, where so many up. people are parking in this garage and then you still close everything with just one exit, that's just the stupidest stuff. There's so many like little traffic things in in Baltimore that are so, so stupid. That was by far one of the biggest things ever. So so and it, it got backed up for so long that some people got out of their cars and they basically forced the one gate open that was already closed and like forced up the arm, which I'm pretty sure that's kind of illegal or something. I don't yeah, know. but at a certain point. No, I get it. Yeah. It was freaking late. People got yeah. work on Monday morning and everybody and everybody was pumped and happy and then everybody's sitting in their car in this garage for like 30 yeah, minutes not knowing turn, what the yeah. hell is happening it's like it wasn't moving at all and nobody knows what the hell is going on it was, it was Kevin, you um, we were talking earlier. You said you made a little trip to REI the other day, and you had a little experience there. I don't know what's what's going on with you in these retail places, but I hope it's not as negative as the Star Wars situation. Star Wars? Oh, no, Star th- uh, Starbucks. I don't this, know. <laughs> Sorry. This is not as negative, but it was also weird. Like, so I went to. Um, I've been getting. I've been dog proofing the car. So, uh, you know, dog, you don't want hair all over your, your car from the dog hair, especially my dog has white fur and she has short white fur. So it gets all over the place. It's mm-hmm. crazy. So if you have dark interior, it, it shows a bunch. Anyway, I don't want the dog there. I really don't want her in the car at all, but so you I'm want, not going to not. If you, if you have a dark dog, you want dark interior. If you have a white dog, you want white interior. Is that what you're I, saying? I am saying that I understand why the doodle explosion is, is going so high because no one wants yeah, it's hypo- hypoallergenic or whatever. The doodle explosion? 
yeah, like everyone nowadays is buying doodle, like golden doodle, like whatever doodle, because they're mixed with poodle and they're hypoallergenic. Oh, uh, so like the golden doodle, that's just a gold. Is that like a golden retriever mixed with a poodle? Yeah. yeah. They call why? Where did the doodle come from? Why is it Good just poodle. called a golden poodle? It's, why? Is, but yeah, I know. I don't poodle. know, dude. Why is it a golden doodle? And you can, that's why. That's what I didn't understand. Golden like, poodle. The whole doodle situation. I'm like, like doodling, like, well, like in a book, like. like I, 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 know I don't know. But like, my parents just got a um, Irish, like Irish setter doodle or something. I forget. Interesting. It looks like a, it looks like a little poodle. Um, and then uh, my cousin, they got like a Bernese Mountain Doodle. Everyone's getting doodles, but I understand it because the, they're hypoallergenic. Hypoallergenic. Yeah, I, I just don't understand why it's a doodle instead of instead of poodle. I, I I don't know, but anyway. So the biggest thing you got to get in your car, which people forget about, is the side door protectors because otherwise their nails will puncture the like side upholstery. Uh, yeah. So I got someone that fit. But anyway, they had a really good um, like quick folding uh, like backseat hammock thing that covers up all the back seats. It easily snaps into your car. Like you just like clip it in, uh-huh. hang it over the thing. Sounds like a, then, seat, a seat cover. Yeah. It's like a seat cover, but um, it folds into itself into a little pouch. So you can quickly like fold it back up into itself. It's really cool. They didn't have it on Amazon, but I saw that they had it at REI. So I was like, Oh, I need to get this. Um, so I went out to, there's an REI right up the street from us. Um, I Google maps it. Went there, Thank got you. it. I picked it up, and then I also got some hydro flask uh, accessories for my hydro flask because I wanted the straw, uh-huh. like the sippy part. Of course, so who, who would want that? I was checking out, and my order total was like whatever, like eighty bucks or whatever. Um, and the person was like, "Oh, you spent over fifty dollars. You can save twenty dollars by signing up for our like REI membership, whatever." And I'm like, "No, thank you. I, uh-huh. I, I don't want to do it." <laughs> like, are you sure? They'll save twenty dollars. I'm like, I, I don't want to do it. And he's like, you you also get like, you know, whatever. And I was just, no, no thanks. So yeah, I checked out, and the lady like, as I'm like putting in my car, she's like, wait, did you spend over fifty dollars? I was like, yeah. He, and he's like, yeah. He said he didn't want to do it. And I was like, I I don't want to sign up for whatever. And like, I hear her making this like. First of all, I don't want coupons anywhere. I don't want to sign up. For anything i've uh-huh. that's literally the only purchase i've ever made at rei and it's probably the only purchase <laughs> i'm gonna make at rei i'm right. never gonna go back to rei and i'd rather yeah not i'd rather spend twenty dollars to not get email notifications for them for the rest of my life i don't know you could probably get a good go bag at rei <laughs> so no i i so anyway so as i'm leaving the woman's like i just don't understand it's free money and i'm just like what the fuck is it with everyone nowadays like everyone's gonna give it like why do you care like what what like leave me alone i don't want to i don't want to do it. i don't want to sign up for my channel my email and phone number and address tied to somewhere that i'm literally never going to come back to uh-huh. like it's just so it's so aggressive like with everything nowadays everyone's got to put their everyone's got to i don't know yeah comment for stuff it's just so annoying right i mean i've not like this is the second time that you have had an incident at a retail place where somebody is kind of accusing you of uh being the 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 out-of-pocket uh party in sorts so i'm not saying that that's actually the case though but hey, I, you know, I know if this happens case. next week at some other place it's I, not, I, it's I, I just want to know what type of vibes you're putting out when you get like usually when i'm go, I just, when let, i go to retail places 
I you would have signed but, up probably. I would have had nothing but pleasant uh, si- situations. I usually I have nothing but pleasant experiences at most places that I go. Me Jones. too. I'm very pleasant. I have great customer service skills. I work in IT, which is basically customer service. I'm just saying, when I say no to something, how else can I say no? I was like, oh, no, thanks. And I'm like uh-huh. putting it in my car. It's like I'm offending the person behind yeah. the thing. I don't know. They they probably get like it looks better if they sign people up or something. But wait, like, so like you already spent the fifty dollars though, right? I I got rang up and like before I was about to put my card in, the person asked me if I wanted to sign up. He was like, oh, you'll save twenty dollars if you sign up for this and that. I was like, oh, no thanks. Huh. You know, literally, oh, no thanks. I don't want to sign up for it. Right, right. I don't no, want to I, sign I up for it. it. I, I don't it. care if it's gonna. I, I'll pay the twenty dollars so you don't fucking email me for the rest of my life. Like you know, whatever. I mean, you won't get emailed the rest of your life. You I definitely will. From it. You can't. That doesn't you don't, work. You don't. Those have... unsubscribes don't work, and I could go into that a, a whole other thing. Plus, they already have your information. Well, I, I mean, I don't. I have I don't a bunch really of burner you don't emails. Have an email just for junk email. Oh, I've got a ton, but I don't want to do it, dude, because there's a whole other reason they all get past that nowadays. Plus, I didn't feel like it. I didn't want to do it. I just said no. I didn't want to sign up for the REI membership that I'm never going to come back to in the first place. I didn't want to do it. I just said no, and I'm getting accused. Not really accused. It's just annoying. I don't think anybody's. I don't think anybody's accusing you of anything. I'm thinking more people are just shocked that you're saying no to free money. It's not free money. There's no such thing as free money. That's my it's whole point. It's free money. It's not. Just it's, put down a burner email and you get. I did, they ask for your phone number. When they ask you for your phone number, you're done. That's it. You don't give them a real phone number. You don't have. It's not like they're back checking the phone number when you give it to them. Oh, uh, they got your area code. You got your county you code. Again, you, you don't have to give them a real phone number. Half the time when you're in those places, they have Bluetooth beacons. So they already have the GPS you. It's crazy, all the stuff they have. So then they already had all your information. No, <laughs> no one's bluejacking me, dude. I'm just saying that I didn't want anything to do with it. Leave me alone. I said no. Okay. The guy was nice about it. He was like, oh, okay, cool. I mean, he I was don't even. Think- I don't think anybody, but from the, the sound of the story, it doesn't sound like anybody was pressuring you to do anything. I think people were just generally surprised that there it would be, just, especially in the world today where everybody literally fighting over free stuff. People will get into fist fights over a free t-shirt given out at a basketball game. So I think people are just more surprised and taken aback that you would just be so against there's always a catch $20. with that stuff. I'm telling you, there's always a catch with that stuff, and I didn't feel like dealing with it. I didn't feel like looking up my burner email at the account because I'm redoing all my stuff. I didn't feel like doing all that. So I said no. Uh-huh. I said no. The catch was inconvenience for you is what you're saying. Yeah, a little bit. Whatever. I'll pay that $20 to not be inconvenienced. I don't need these snide remarks. So whatever. <laughs> I don't. Th- was it a snide remark? Do you think it was a side snide remark? I just you- think when you say. Are you taking it snide? Are you being. I think you're, I think you're being a little too defensive about people just being surprised that you're going against the norm of just how most people operate in society. I think people know exactly what they're doing when they say comments like that loud enough on purpose for the person to hear them. Like if you really were surprised, you would have been like, oh, and waited till the person left and then said something. Not like right till they're out of earshot. And it's passive aggressive. Whatever, it doesn't bother me. <laughs> it wasn't out of earshot if you heard it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they think they, they it's like you, you're just far enough away and then they say it all loud so that yeah. you can't like whip around and say something pissy. Yeah, I'm, I'm I just kept going. I was like, whatever. I went right to the liquor store. Bought some Topo Chico seltzers. It was delicious. Which you could have afforded, which you could have gotten <laughs> with the money that you spent at all. I got them anyway. I didn't need, <laughs> I didn't need to do it. God dang. I was like, I'm ordering on Amazon next time when they have this. 
you know, sometimes I, I wanted to go into the store. I never even, I'm not even sure I've ever even been in an REI. It was exactly what I looked like. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, just, what do you, it's, it's REI, I Recreational of, Equipment Incorporated. I don't know what you, of course it looks like what it's going to look like. Yeah, it looked like. It should, that's what it should look like. It was a bunch of like cyclist people in there. I was uncomfortable from the start. It, it was <laughs> I don't, I don't think REI sells bicycles. They I, do. Yeah, they do. I, I, they're more like I saw him hanging. I, think, I almost hit my head on one. When I think of REI, I think of you know just outdoors, camping, hiking, just just outdoors in general, not specifically biking people. Although I don't know what the REI is like by you. I've only been to REI probably twice in my entire life. Um, I don't had know enjoyable stuff. experiences. I, I I I now I'm glad that I know about this fifty dollar. Um, save twenty dollar thing. I might go into uh, REI, give them my burner. For what? Now account. you're spending more money than you you're gonna spend uh, money needed, that you I've wouldn't have spent initially. I, I've needed some things. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> Fair hiking booth. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> they um, did have some sort of prepping event because we also went to Costco, which is a whole other topic. I won't get into. Costco is about fifty times better than Sam's Club. I've discovered it's the best store I've ever been to. I almost we had to make ourselves leave because people we love it. Costco. It's so good. I've never I mean, actually been to Costco. I that was, I think that's my first time, first or second time. Um, but yeah, it was really cool in there. They have a lot of good stuff. Too much good stuff. They were also baking. They were fresh baking the pumpkin pies, so the whole place smelled like fresh pumpkins. Wow, that sounds delightful. Spice. That it sounds was quite delightful. Discussion. We landed on different sides. Heated discussion. It wasn't even heated, but we just landed on different sides of the aisle. She was talking to one of her best friends, and then she started asking all sorts of people their opinions on this question. But thought I should bring it up, and I thought it might be interesting enough to bring it up. So the topic is whether or not you would rather, if you if you were forced into one of these situations to live in, than to survive. Basically, which one would you choose? Would you rather choose a zombie apocalypse or be banished to some form of island or extremely remote area where everyone becomes cannibals? Which one would you rather have happen to you? Um, so zombie apocalypse or... Cannibal Island, basically. They sound the exact same to me, to be honest. (laughs) They kind of do. (laughs) But I, I, from my viewpoint, and I don't want to ruin it for you, Kevin, actually. I want to hear which one you pick. Well, I think it depends. I don't want to be by myself, I guess. Like, if I had a crew, then I guess I'd take Zombie Apocalypse. If I have to be by myself, Uh um, 
now are we talking fast zombies or like Shaun of the Dead zombies? More, more, more Shaun of the Dead slow zombies. That was my, that was literally my first question. Yeah, uh, then I, I take, I take the zombie apocalypse probably. I landed on the same exact side, yeah. Kevin. We think alike. See, my girlfriend, yes. and she had other people that were on her side as well. Took the cannibal island sort of situation, and her reasoning was because there was a little bit less. There's less responsibility to you know remake society to like rebuild um basically which I, from my viewpoint there's no need to do that because that shit ain't happening <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah that'll fix itself <laughs> if that's like a if there's a zombie apocalypse society if if society gets rebuilt it will be long after i'm dead yeah apocalypse be, is in the name like, right? it will be hundreds of years down the line yeah, if we make some sort of bounce back but that's what she said. She didn't want to be responsible for, you know, having to birth all these children to repopulate society. Right, I was going to say, I guess it's stuff. different for, uh, like, a woman's but point of view. I also. think, well, that's also true. But I think that's more, like, after the zombie apocalypse. I don't think, like, that. that's not a task that's faced. Like, you, you, you're you not going to be concerned with repopulating the world while there's uh, still zombies, I don't think. I don't know. I'll be honest. In every zombie movie I've I've. I've so what I've learned through zombie movies is it definitely kind of sucks to be a chick because first you will get abducted by some group that like wants to sexually assault you. That oh, happens in like every that happens movie. in a lot. Yeah. So I mean, I feel like in most apocalyptic situations where like there's just like I guess people that are really dying and thirsty out there. It's uh, it's yeah, no, it's terrible for women. It's, it's terrible movie. for women in the normal world. I don't know why apocalyptic world <laughs> that, would be any well, different. That, that's, true. <laughs> that's very unfortunate. Uh, so in that I case, don't mean I guess like, yeah, I didn't. That was more of like a laugh because of how unfortunate it, it is. Because it's, I don't want to cry on the podcast. So. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, in that case, I could maybe see. Although getting eaten isn't really that much better either. That sounds no. Terrible. I think um, that the Cannibal Island also just sounds scarier. Now, she's, cannibals sound sound pretty aggressive. But cannibals, there's too Although, much. Like with the zombies, at least I know they're they're like dead in the brain. Cannibals still can think, outwit, outsmart. They just want to eat you. Cannibals are going to eat you in a weird way too. They're definitely going to torture you. They're going to yeah. like eat you alive. They want, yeah, like, they want to eat like first. your intestines while like you're yeah. still like looking at them or something like that. And, and I would hope with the zombie apocalypse, you might like find a crew that you could at least like, you know, you know, a couple well, people that you could maybe like trust for a while. Well, she she believes that, especially if you are in a group, that eventually somebody's going to end up getting killed by the zombies, whether or not it's a loved one, a That's relative, true. and she doesn't want to deal with that sort of grief. Also, Which you I, have that. I'm like you have that one person who pretends. That thinks that they're the one who won't get turned when they uh-huh. actually get bit and tries to hide it. Oh, yeah. It's in every zombie movie. Oh, 100%. It's always somebody tries to hide it. Actually, I saw a funny... Somebody posted on Twitter saying that I always, they said, I always thought that it was bullshit zombie movies where somebody gets bit but doesn't tell anybody, and even though they're a threat to everybody else. And then they're like, but then this pandemic happened. Yeah. Like, it's yeah, it's real believable now. <laughs> it's so believable. A lot more sense. But um, also, she d- didn't want her loved ones to turn into zombies and eat her. Her That's whole thing true. was, like, it's more of kind of a peace of mind 
thing where you're not having to deal with a lot of other death around you, especially with ones that could be loved ones or close to you or something like that. For me, it all depends on the zombie. If we're talking Shaun of the Dead zombies, I'll take that all day. If we're talking 28 days later, I'll I'll take my chances on Cannibal Island probably. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, 28 days later zombies, I'm not fucking with. They're super fast, aggressive. Like, yeah, man. I'm talking. We're, we're talking about scary. classic, slow moving brain dead like zombies. Yeah, the brains zombies. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, yeah. exactly. Um, I'll ta- yeah, I'll go for those. Me too. I, and also, I think there's like a certain thing about just being isolated on an island with cannibals that's just terrifying. Like, I don't even have some sort of support group to lean on. Um, also, if I am to die, that means I won't be surrounded by any level. I would be alone and by myself, and I don't even have that opportunity. Even if it is a loved one that's eating me as a zombie, I still might have regular uh people around me that could usher me into that next phase my ideal situation is some sort of alien invasion because i feel like that's when people come together and then everyone would fight oh dude alien invasion we are a million percent screwed if an alien like that's that's unsurvivable if there's a being that can come to this planet some sort of ship also that's like armed and ready to like like we're done. They, they have, made it this far. They, they have technology we do not have. We, <laughs> like, could, barely, we could barely get off like, this yeah, rock. <laughs> unless you believe those those Tom DeLong uh, UFO videos that were confirmed by the government. Yes. But still, I don't know if that's enough to take out some sort of massive alien species that wants to take us out. We're yeah, we're screwed. You, I don't care how much together we get yeah. as a world. <laughs> like we're you fucked. have to get lucky and hope they can't survive water like in signs or whatever. Which I found out. Did you do you remember that movie Signs with uh, Mel Gibson? I do remember that movie Signs with Mel Gibson. One one of not a terrible M Night Channel Shyamalan movie. Yeah, apparently they were demons. That was like the whole, the whole miss the whole like deeper. See now that's where M Night loses me, and I'm never gonna I watch know. that movie again. So it's not. I mean, it, it made it was it was it was a little jumpy when I was younger. I mean, that movie came out forever ago, but. It scared the crap out of me when I was a kid. I couldn't sleep that night. I remember. <laughs> I love alien invasion movies or a- alien. When, that, when he's like looking through the, under the door and the hand reaches through. Oh, that was terrifying. I never smart. They got in yeah. through the house. Um, I love that. You know what? One of the eeriest scenes in that movie was, was when Mel Gibson kind of like, he doesn't like lose it, but he panics uh-huh. and like the kids catch a sense of it. Cause is that not like the scariest thing? If you're a kid, like, if somebody your parents or, get scared yeah, or any adult really yeah because then you scared. know it's real like, and when he's just like i want pancakes for dinner tonight and you can kind of tell the kids are like oh, uh, uh, he's losing it. it yeah, yeah. Like, uh, i remember that just really like bugging me out when i was a kid no nah, I, I think the most unsettling part to me in that movie was when it was just like news tv footage that oh, it was yeah. like a kid's birthday and then there's just like an alien like walking in the background it was like that at the time yeah yeah that shit oh that was a well. good movie not, I not bad that not movie. bad i, I, I would rewatch that, that too um i don't think i don't know if we came to a full consensus i think we did i think at least me and you came to a consensus that we would take zombie apocalypse over cannibal island but i, I know that yeah i would consent that I know that there are other people out there that might feel differently. Please hit us up at Thread Lads and uh, let us know which side y'all would take.
Kevin, you were telling me, and I, I think I brought it up at the beginning of this podcast, but apparently you were back on Twitter. Although I don't know if you were ever on Twitter, but you now have a Twitter account. But you're not going about Twitter in the typical way. Although I think you might actually be going in a way that a lot of people do. But if you want to tell people about your new Twitter account. Yes, I recently joined Twitter to sport, follow sports news. However, I well and technology news. Uh, however, I did join under an alias with a fake profile picture and a fake name. Um, but I, I did it <laughs> so because... That's, like, that's the part that I think is like, that's actually not that different from most people on Twitter. There's a lot of that on Twitter. Well, I'm not really probably going to engage in many people in like a meaningful way. You know, I'm not trying to like meet people or things like that. Uh, if I did, I'd probably just give my opinions on like technology stuff. Uh-huh. But also like Twitter is way better than like say Reddit for like, like in the minute news and things like that, or just like things I really want to follow closely Uh and half the Reddit posts about that stuff are just like screenshots of tweets. So, or links to tweets. So I was like, you know what? I want to get in on this. uh, So I can, you know, still talk about my nerdy tech stuff and or Uh following my sports news, but without it being like, I, I'm glad that you're on there. I often share things in our group chat that are from Twitter because I've been on Twitter for a while and i mean i use it mainly for the reasons that you use it for just news and comedy i use it for a lot of different comedy reasons but it's probably better just to keep it as a news uh, site it's really easy to get down weird paths on twitter and everything but well that's what i'll keep reddit for yeah, my reddit stuff. yeah i mean reddit tw- twitter's probably one of the most caustic uh, social media platforms out there, but it's also, I think, one of the best social media platforms for sharing information. You can get that's like if you need immediate information about anything, something that's happening in sports or how to anything in the world, you can just go to Twitter and people are live tweeting about it. Could be there, there could be video, all sorts of stuff, like right up to the minute updates. But the discourse often on Twitter is always negative. It's always costly. It doesn't matter. I, and I was talking about this on the podcast before with the lady who was setting up a little store in the school and people just found ways to tear it down. There's so much of that on Twitter. I would strictly only use it to find out news and like maybe videos of like stuff of stuff that you want to watch or like whatever. But using it in any way for any sort of discourse conversation absolutely not it's yeah, just comments it's comment worth. sections are always a disaster on places they are they really are like i don't think places should really have comment sections on articles it can be brutal sometimes especially on twitter with people just just being the most utmost disrespectful people the ways that they would never act in the real world will feel free to talk about online and they would never and then if you saw them in the real world they would never say that shit to you it's kind of out of control and i can understand why kids but like the younger generations that have grown up with this type of stuff why cyberbullying is such a thing because so many people get so wrapped up into a lot of these social medias and then so much of it is so negative but people base their identities off of it it's just it's not great. It's not great. Yeah, it's it's pretty terrible. 
But um, yeah, I do. Do you use LinkedIn at all? Yes, yes, I do. I use LinkedIn for work purpose. That's actually how I've gotten the past my a couple jobs. Not this past job. I went through a recruiter, but yeah, I've gotten jobs through LinkedIn. Yeah. That's um, like, so I, I think one to... of the weirder social media platforms that's out just because it's kind of connected to your job, but it's like become very much not that. I think it, in a it lot just, of it. Yeah. It seems like, I don't know. The, the only people who are active on LinkedIn to me are seem like the people who like their jobs, like make them. Cause it's always like, uh-huh. I don't know, weird posts or just like, it's all marketing. It's a lot it's of very, marketing. Yeah. I mean, like you connect with people you work with and I always see like, I, I don't think a lot of people understand LinkedIn. So like, I'll always see like, cause you can see everyone who views your profile tells you who views. So just recently I checked my views on my profile. And I'm like, Oh, this is not a person I've seen in like a long time. Like, I wonder if they realized I can <laughs> see that they viewed my profile. Oh, wow. I didn't know. I didn't actually realize that you could see people that have viewed your profile. Yeah. The only way you can't is if you pay for LinkedIn premium. And then you can be an anonymous and then you can, wow. and then you can uh, like look at people's profiles without them seeing it. Then it just says like someone looked at your profile, but I like recently went on LinkedIn cause I got ahead a bunch of like ads for my job. And uh, I was like, Oh, interesting. That's cool. <laughs> I was, I, I have no idea what, like if I had to, I don't know. I want to check my LinkedIn, but I don't know what my password is, which just brings me to like another issue that I've been having. There's two, many things that require passwords. Why does everything need to require passwords? I just I've said don't it understand once. it. I said it once. I said it again. Get a password manager. It will be the best thing you'll ever do. It takes about two seconds to set up. You only need to remember one password of your password manager. I have like 24 digit passwords for all. You can store those stupid security questions you need to put in there in there you can put in your credit cards i mean you can put in anything in the password managers most of a lot of them there are stored locally on your phone yeah and so they all cost money thumb. though and i just all of them they, oh my they, god dude all, first all of, of all them i feel like cost money. all the good first ones of all money. if they do they're cheap and it's probably less than the coffee you get like once a week i don't get coffee once a week i do french or press beer. at my house or a beer that you get once a week. <laughs> um but i just i just don't want so why, why do, i don't so need all these passwords this is probably a thousand oh, oh, passwords yeah, okay. oh yeah you your burner account for rei no i'm I, that, I, like, I just oh, i just say i forgot I my password and i reset it every single time for every fucking thing that you I know do. technically that's not a bad tactic kind of that honestly if from my with from my expert opinion, I will say, from an IT standpoint, uh-huh. I will say that that is probably slightly safer than having. Well, it's definitely safer than having the exact same password for everything. Uh huh. I mean, it's it's impossible to remember all of these passwords. No, you're supposed pass- to use yeah, password right. for a different password, password manager for everything. And it's a hundred. Why doesn't it feels like that's something iPhone could well, just have? They do. They they've added they've added this. Though. Where you can just add one. Where you can add it's, all of your passwords to a thing, but you just yeah, need to enter in it, one password. It's literally no. It's literally built into the iPhone. You can do the keychain. It'll generate a password for you, and then it saves it. And well, no, I know, but it saves it, and then it'll like. But but that doesn't help me for passwords that I already have for other things that I'm not logged no, but, into my but iPhone. But then you can do. Then you do the forgot your password and just use the generated. And Apple has the cool sign in with Apple feature now, where it ties it to your Apple ID but it gives them a random email or a random email address uh-huh. so that 
you hit the sign up for the Apple button, it'll ask you, you say yes. So that way when you're done, you can go into the settings. And if you ever want to like disconnect from it, you just do it because they had a random email anyway. It's a pretty cool I, feature. I, I'm going to need you to send a tutorial. I don't know. I'll send you the PDF. But I, my point the stands. Keychain, use the Apple keychain I mean, feature. I don't need a password for like, so if I'm going on to freaking burgerking.com, I just want to get my coupons for my number one with cheese. I don't want to have to enter in a password. They, that's what I was trying to tell you at the REI. All the, the, the new currency right now is data collection. Like That is what they all want. That is worth more than anything else right now. That's why everyone wants you to sign up for something. That's why everyone wants to give you discount. And this is not conspiracy. This is me knowing about this stuff because uh, you know I, I have an interest in these things. So it's like that's why it's like a really fine line for a lot of this stuff. Sounds kind of conspiracy theorist. I mean, it's not. You can like look this stuff up. It's <laughs> it's very it's very common. But they, I mean, it is. That's why all these places sell your data. It's funny because like I just got recently got a car a couple months ago, and I'm pretty careful with all of my like personal information. And it was hilarious how like I got a financing through like a bank, and it's so crazy how quickly they sell your information because literally right after i you know got financing for this car i my spam email that i used for that email and spam calls went up about fivefold and that's because they just all these places mm. they just immediately sell your information to third parties because that's fake that's emails how they can make money fake phone it. numbers it's hard yeah there's a lot of really good um people that like have blogs and stuff about that kevin mitnick's a really good one he's like a famous um, hacker turned um, turned good guy. He's written a lot of books, uh-huh. um, stuff like that, that. That we'll talk about that how to stay anonymous. But it's really hard nowadays to do all that stuff. No, yeah. but, um, but anyway, I digress. I digress. Terrifying time that we're living in. Although uh, all of times. we get to our recommendations i did have to follow up to your problem that you were asking me about last week with the car windshield and the defoggers and how your stuff just always gets all fogged up anyway from the defoggers or there's that condensation area at the bottom so one of our listeners reached out to me uh carlos thank you carlos for this information he was on the podcast uh within the past year um Uh OG listener uh, and supporter and also podcast guest. Also, all of those things. Yeah, Um, all of those titles. But he was saying that the problem is when the temperature outside is different than the temperature that you're blowing your air. And so like if it's cold outside and then you're blowing warm air onto your windshield, it's just... Because of it. because of science, it's going to fog it, and then vice versa happens. So you want to match it. You basically you want to match it, um, and then the problem with matching it, obviously, in like the summertime, is you have to like wait for your car to warm up. 
But that, like, if you just start to blow, like, cold air when the outside is hot or something, even if you just start that process, like, it'll fuck up your, the, just, like, all of the, the heating elements, how the windshield works with supplying that or diffusing the heat or whatever. I'm not a scientist, obviously. But basically, gonna... you want the same type of air as it is outside to be blowing to get that maximum defogness. That makes sense. It sounds like I should just do what I do in the wintertime and let my car run for like 10 minutes before I drive off because then everything will regulate in there. Right, right. There you go. But I just wanted to give you that. because I appreciate uh, that, Carlos. Yeah. That's good advice. But that's the problem. Out. It's like if it's summertime, that sucks because, yeah, no one wants to blast heat on themselves or on the windshield right. slash themselves. You also don't want to crash because your, your your car windshield is it's got condensation on it. You use the you know You're like looking out the side. No one's ever done. But, um, yeah, but there you go, Kevin. I never thought there was a solution, but I guess there is. I guess there it is. sounds like there's not really because no one's going to do do those things. <laughs> so. If you take the proper the proper steps, there is a solution. But <laughs> it, it, it's not the most convenient. But um, yeah, we're almost done here. But let's give the people the, our recommendations, Kevin. Uh, Threat recommendations is a segment that me and Kevin do where we suggest something that we're into that we think y'all would be into. Could be anything, movies, TV, books, magazines, anything at all. What is your recommendation for the people this week? I'm going to recommend something, but I'm also going to quickly throw in, I'm going to bring back a segment that I'm going to throw in really quick, and that's a Grind My Gear, because I have a really quick Grind My Gear. All right. And it's an old grind my gear, but it's one that has resurfaced now that I'm going back into places. And that is when you order a drink at Starbucks, don't hover around the mobile order area. Now, this is especially important nowadays because they can no longer put out the drinks and food just in and like, because at first they used to pre-pandemic when you mobile order, they have it all in a tray and you could just walk up and grab it from the thing. But uh-huh. because of the pandemic, they have to keep it behind the glass. So you have to go up and they ask you your name. Now, when you have 10 people hovered around the glass because they're waiting for their Starbucks order, the people get confused and they don't know who's there for a mobile order and who's there. And you don't know who's in line or who just said their name for the mobile order. So it now causes additional blockage. So it honestly takes longer now to mobile order something than if I were to just go in and order something. So please keep it away from the mobile order area there's no reason you should be by the mobile order area. <laughs> i hope everybody's listening to that really really seems to have been grinding your gears this past they're week. gonna call your name when you order inside the store so there's no reason to be right next to the mobile order yeah. area i mean i'm i've always been like that I, yeah. I mean i always give space if i order something i'm waiting for my order i'm always giving space i'm sitting Me too. Down, i stand back i stand like yeah. i lean against the wall normally yeah it's like other people even if you're other people have ordered there or getting their stuff their order might be done before yours they'll have to come up you got you should always just be clearing out that whole space where people are picking up stuff you don't need nobody needs to crowd around that area that that area is not meant to be crowded around that's like people like if you go to a bar and you have the one little walkout area where like the the waitresses come or something like people just like stand in that area and stuff like that no that area is not meant you know why no one was standing there before you were it's because no one's supposed to be standing there and that should exactly. go for the same so i totally get that yeah so anyway but yeah so okay so back to my uh impromptu grandma gears yeah it was grinding um but my uh recommendation this week is uh, a tv show actually slash movie uh well one tv show one movie um the tv show is nine perfect strangers on hulu phenomenal 
TV show with Nicole Kidman and a bunch of other people you'll recognize. Uh, Cannavale, that dude, he's really good. And also Michael Shannon, phenomenal. Great actor. So Such great. He's so good in this too. Um, really good show. It's kind of like a thriller mystery. Um, mm-hmm. Really, really good. It's a, like, I think it's like a couple, like nine or 10 episodes or something. It hooked us. Uh-huh. And then the movie really quick that we watched um, last weekend, me and the intern on Disney Plus, Cruella with um what's her name emma really, really, yes emma stone. emma stone emma stone yeah emma really stone. surprisingly ridiculously good really like really good see i remember when that came out but i i didn't hear anything about it so i just assumed that, that wasn't that good well it's because it was 30 dollars when it first came out oh, yeah nobody's now it's now it's free okay on disney plus it is it's good that's I just good. assumed you would have paid for it since you pay for all of your streaming. I'm not paying for thirty dollars. I mean, I get it. A lot of people did make the argument with those Disney movies, like if you were to go and take your kids to a movie, it's going to be more than thirty dollars. So uh-huh. a lot of parents were like, "I would actually right, prefer to pay the thirty dollars just to stay in the house, so you don't have to take the kids anywhere." It's a right. whole different argument. I don't have kids right now. Also, I. It's just that would it would be less. I don't really. Don't well, really it's a harder. Ar- it, it's I get that argument, but that sounds more like Disney's argument because obviously, yeah, it would be more expensive to physically go to the movie theaters. But if I have, if I'm already paying for Disney Plus, plus I have Netflix, or and I got True. Hulu, like I don't have to spend thirty dollars to see movie. I have like several platforms with millions of movies still that I already paid for that i can also access right i and look, i had no problem waiting you know i waited a couple months and now it's free yeah and it's funny because See, I, remember- my whole th- I think the problem with that is like i was going to wait until it became free and then i forgot about it <laughs> yeah that happens that happens so cruella was good that's very it was that's good. very good to know and i will check that out now that it's free for sure um, my recommendation for this week is a little reality show on Netflix. It's very wholesome. It's like a kind of a feel good watch. Um, and it's called Win the Wilderness. It's basically six couples, six British couples basically compete. They've got what it takes to win a deed to this guy's house in extremely remote Alaska. Basically, there is this guy, Dwayne, who went out, just started like hiking out into Alaska in the middle of nowhere. He found a plot of land and he started to build a house on it. He ended up getting himself a a wife and they basically built this three story house out in the middle of Alaska. Like they're all self-sufficient for the most part and everything, but they're getting a lot older. So they this whole show is basically six british couples that want to basically take over for them on the land and live in it and pass it down and do whatever to it and it's a really interesting show i've been getting into a lot of more outdoorsy shows i think it's i want to be more outdoorsy so i'm looking at shows that are outdoorsy to like i guess get me motivated or to just like get me in that frame set that mindset or whatever but um it but it's it's a nice show like it's it's pretty interesting it's not too intense um but if you're into like survival skills and 
is kind of what it looks like to live in the middle of nowhere. I know people like think about it and stuff, but this is what people are actually competing for. And just to see the type of stuff that it requires to live out there is kind of interesting. And I've, I've been enjoying that right now. Nice. That sounds good. I'll check that out. Yeah, it's a good one. It was a good one. I was watching it on the uh, airplane. It was a great airplane ride. Oh, yeah. Really solid. Um, but I guess that'll do it for us this week on the Threat Lads podcast. It's been another fun week talking to all of y'all out there. If you enjoyed it, please tell your family, friends, loved ones, anybody that you think. But into a podcast like ours, we really appreciate it. Um, Kevin, do you have anything that you want to say to the people before we get out yeah. Cool. Well, for Kevin O'Connor, I am Justin Dorsey, and this has been the Threadlights Podcast. Threadlights. Threadlights.